This is Jeff Coper with a Disney at Work and Play podcast for this Tuesday, September 29th of 2020. We have major news in this podcast that Disney Parks has announced the layoff of some 28,000 Disney cast members in its parks at Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Um, you can find much of the announcement and some of the uh, text of what I'm going to share with you on our notes page at Disney at Play and at Disney at Work. Allow me to begin with uh, the announcement itself. Josh Diamaro, who's the chairman of Disney Parks Experiences and Products, released the following message today. Quote, in light of the prolonged impact of COVID-19 on our business, including limited capacity due to physical distancing requirements and the continued uncertainty regarding the duration of the pandemic, exacer exacerbated in California by the state's unwillingness to lift restrictions that would allow Disneyland to reopen, we have made the very difficult decision to begin the process of reducing our workforce at our parks, experiences, and products segment at all levels, having kept non-working cast members on furlough since April while paying health care benefits. Approximately 28,000 employees will be effective, of which about 67% are part-time. We are talking with impacted employees as well as to unions on next steps for union represented cast members. Over the past several months, we've been forced to make a number of necessary adjustments to our business. And as difficult as this decision is today, we believe that the steps we are taking will enable us to emerge a more effective and efficient operation when we return to normal. Our cast members have always been key to our success, playing a valued and important role in delivering a world-class experience. And we look forward to providing opportunities where we can for them to return. So there's a lot to unpack, uh, unpack in that statement. Um, let's begin with the fact that yes, no question that the pandemic is the driver of the problem here. And the fact that the parks are limited in terms of how effectively they can reopen and how interested guests are in returning to these parks during this time, um, that's a major factor. But also what has exacerbated this as stated by Josh, is the state, i.e. Governor Newsom, has been unwilling to lift restrictions, has not made it clear what the criteria are, nor has it given a green flag for Disneyland to open, even though Disneyland has put together all of the necessary measures, measures that are comparable to what has happened at Walt Disney World and other parks around the world. Those initiatives seem to have been wholly successful. There is no incident so far of any major breakout that has happened in any of these parks worldwide as a result 
of reopening. There's no reason to believe that the same thing would happen if you reopened Disneyland. And in fact, Alani, which exists um, in Hawaii where they have had very tough restrictions, has also announced its reopening, leaving Disneyland the very last resort to open. I think that is significant and we're going to talk even more detail about that in a moment. Now it did say 28,000 domestic employees will be affected. So a couple of things to unpack there. Domestic employees means a couple of things. It largely means cast members at Disneyland and Walt Disney World. It could mean some cast members or some management or some part of the body that is in Burbank or that supervises the entire international parks experiences and products. In fact, it's, it would be surprising if some of those individuals weren't included. But this is not a list of people being laid off in Paris or in Shanghai or in Hong Kong. And so that means actually there could be a lot more before we're done here. We do know, however, that 20, and it, and it could mean some with adventures by Disney and or by the Disney Cruise Line, but the Disney Cruise Line is technically based out of the Bahamas. So I don't think they're including those individuals in that list, nor do I think that they are really including adventures by Disney, which by and large, their people are abroad, although there are domestic um, individuals here. It also should be noted that 67% are part-time. So that, that, that's significant too as to why the larger percentage are part-time and that's not, that's anyone losing their job is a bad thing. But note that that's a fairly significant percentage in the part-time category which means they're trying to hang on to a larger percentage of full-time permanent employees uh, at this point. Um, let me go through, if I can, a number of facts, frequently asked questions that I think would be appropriate uh, to this announcement. First of all, how many Walt Disney World cast members are, are there? Well, the number was well above 70,000 before the pandemic. In fact, it had gotten up to around 75,000 or so uh, when Galaxy's Edge came in and Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway and some other add-ons that were coming um, onto Walt Disney World property. However, you remember that some 15,000, as I can best estimate, of those cast members who were part of that number constituted those on the college programs as well as those who are international representatives. And those international representatives include what? Chefs or uh, um, servers that are working in France or um, folks from Mexico who are helping with the attraction of Rio del Tiempo. Those places are largely staffed by non-international cast members right now. Chef de France uh, did announce that it was going to reopen, but I'm sure that largely that is being filled by non-native cast members. Um, 
although I'm sure they're also trying to get as many as they can in there. Um, you also have to understand that there are international representatives that work in Asia and Africa. And then there is this body of people who come from places like, um, like Australia and New Zealand and Korea that are not represented in a theme park um, thematically, but they are on visas to help work um, as in this body. All of those individuals are not part of this number being laid off right now. That's a whole different number, i.e. 15,000 at, at uh, Walt Disney World, approximately there. Also keep in mind that the numbers probably do not include most third parties. That's a significant number too. If you go up and down Disney Springs, for instance, you have to appreciate the fact that many of the uh, restaurants and many of the stores are manned by third-party operations. These numbers don't include that. Um, if you think about workers who were brought in to do landscaping, if you think about um, consultants that are brought in, if you if you consider um, a lot of these outdoor... Now, there might, by the way, I should mention, there might be some Imagineering staff also laid off in this, but, but going back to Walt Disney World, I just want to give you a sense of the number of employees um, represented there. Now, how many Disneyland cast members are there? Well, uh, numbers a handful of years ago, um, around 2016, were around 23 to 26,000, but that didn't include increased numbers that came from, again, attractions like Star Wars Galaxy's Edge being added on. Also, again, a smaller uh, percentage, probably somewhere in the three to 5,000 were college program folks. However, for sake of our conversation now, consider the idea that potentially, even if potentially the numbers are somewhat roughly a two, a three to one um, percentage. In other words, um, let's just say 25,000 cast members roughly at Disneyland, 75,000 roughly at Walt Disney World. So how many from Disneyland and how many from Walt Disney World will be laid off? We don't know that exactly. Those numbers aren't being given, at least at this time. But given percentages, you might see conceivably three cast members at Walt Disney World laid off for every one cast member at Disneyland because of that three to one ratio. However, the caveat to this is Disneyland has not reopened. So it's very possible that those positions are in greater jeopardy. And it may be a very even two, you know, one, one to one kind of ratio between um, both places. At least Walt Disney World's trying to reopen. Disneyland doesn't even have a date. Next question is, how much of California has reopened? Well, as of today, 10 more counties progressed through the state's reopening blueprint on, on Tuesday, today. But the problem is, is none of those counties in Southern California, i.e. especially LA County, Los Angeles County, and Orange County, have changed tiers, have been upgraded. So that's not a good sign for Southern California. Also, is school in session in California? Well, Orange County schools reopened on September 22nd, 
and some Los Angeles uh, schools are um, are allowed to apply for waivers in reopening, but it may quite be possible that um, uh, it may quite be possible that they may not reopen until somewhere in the November time frame. Now, why am I mentioning this? It's really hard to say, yeah, we're not going to open the schools, but hey, kids, come on over to Disneyland. That there seems to be an integrity issue. I know that that was a big issue to Tokyo Disney reopening, is that they really needed to wait until schools in the greater Tokyo area had reopened before they could really go about reopening as well. So, so schools is uh, a big issue. Um, that is a part of, of the challenge here. Um, now, where is Governor Newsom of California on reopening the parks? Well, the governor announced a few weeks ago that guidelines would be forthcoming real soon for theme parks to reopen. But he's made no response since, even after Josh Amaro just a week ago held the news conference essentially you know, asking the state to do something, to, to, make, to put out their guidelines, to put out the requirements. And this is completely unfair. For the state to put out requirements say, well, in order for a bar to reopen, in order for a gym to reopen, in order for a school or retail establishment or any of these entities to reopen, you have to get to this level or these kind of re um, requirements have to be met. They've done all that. But with theme parks, they have stayed completely silent. In fact, today, a group of 19 state senators and assembly members ratcheted up the pressure on Governor Gavin Newsom to issue COVID-19 health and safety guidelines that would reopen Disneyland, Universal Studios, and other California theme parks after more than six months of, of, of closure. They closed pretty much in, in March. This has left, in their, in their words, this has left about 135,000 people out of work. And I'm not even sure that that includes... Um, how much that includes nearby hotels and restaurants and um, entities that you know depend on that tourism. Asked when guidance for theme parks would be released, California Health Secretary Dr. Mark Galley said, quote, we're working hard to get that out in a responsible way as soon as possible. We're working with those industries to put out something that's thoughtful to ensure those activities are done responsibly. Well, his statement does not does not align okay. with what Disneyland is saying. Josh Diamaro is basically saying, "You are not working with us. You have not put out any guidelines. You're not you're not taking any initiative here." And so, for for the health secretary of California to say, "Ah, oh, yeah, we're working on it. We're we're coming together. We're collaborating," it's really hard to see that that's really happening. It's interesting because when I talked about when parks were opening, reopening, I said that I thought that Walt Disney World would reopen at the same time Disneyland or vice versa. And, I, and Disneyland originally had a reopening date at the same time of Walt Disney World. It was basically a couple of days afterwards at around July 17th, which is its 65th birthday. 
that I said earlier in a podcast way back because I really felt like this would become a political football. Here you have the governor in Florida who's Republican, who the Santos who's like, yeah, let's open. No problem. Add numbers. Go for it. Whatever you want, go for it. Now, Disneyland, just because it's been given carte blanche by the state of Florida, doesn't mean that they have done that. Partly because um, they're still trying to get more people to come fill the parks and not depend so much on just annual pass holders to fill those parks. And, and if they don't come, it doesn't matter how much space you make for them. If they're not coming, they're not coming. That said and done, over in California, it's become, a, again, a political football. And mind you, they've had big things like fires and so forth. But honestly, the, the governor's office should have been working on requirements for reopening way in advance. That could have been determined in March, April, May at the latest. Why is it that we're all the way six months down and that has not been laid out? That's That seems to me as being unacceptable. And it's not referencing, it's not because I'm a big Disney fan, it's because it's impacting a major, major body of economy, of the economic picture in California. Let me ask one more question. Um, well, let me ask two more questions. Is a furlough or layoff better? Well, in truth, both mean you're not gonna get paid. In some instances, as is, although let me also say that both have allowed you to get unemployment, but a furlough, especially here, and I believe in California as well, hasn't required you to go seek after new employment because furlough suggests you're still an employee, we're just not paying you right now. So they haven't made that a requirement. If they lay you off, then there is a requirement. You're looking for a new job in order to be able to secure the unemployment funds assuming those unemployment funds are available to you. And so and so in that instance, a furlough is a little better than, than a layoff. Um, and in some instances, as is the case with Disney, cast members were still not, uh, were still being not only provided insurance, but they were allowed to continue receiving funding and being enrolled in Disney's Aspire program which allows for continuing education assistance uh, from the company. So again, uh, the furlough was better than the layoff. Uh, that said, some hourly employees, in this case, particularly part-time employees, and that's important because remember 67% were noted as being part-time. In many of those instances, part-time employees would prefer to be laid off rather than have drastically cut hours because collecting unemployment would be a better option for them, provide more financial support than working only a few hours a week as just kind of, you know, being there. So in that case, a layoff may be more beneficial to the employee and the employer may choose to lay them off. In many instances, they were not receiving benefits as significant as full-time workers and they are less often the provider in their home uh, depending on those said benefits. So, so yeah, a furlough is a little better than a layoff, no question about it. 
Um, but then again, it's a little bit more six of one when you get to those part-time employees. The last question I do have is this, could people see this coming? And the answer is, uh, yeah, people could see this coming. There's a pandemic and it has really rocked the tourism market and especially the theme park industry. Other parks like Universal and hoteliers uh, like the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin, which is ran by um, uh, the Marriott organization, have already announced layoffs. It only was a matter of time. If you recall early, early on when the furloughs were announced, maybe even before the furloughs were announced, CEO Bob Chapek noted that this was a time to make things leaner. And Josh D'Amaro noted that the longer we wait, the more devastating it will be to Orange County and other communities. This is a statement he made last week when he was, again, seeking the government, governor's attention in working with them to reopen Disneyland. Now, the truth of the matter is, is these things are very personal things. At the end of the day, they're real faces and real people. And in where I live here in Kissimmee, they're my neighbors. They're the people um, I see daily, um, perhaps at the gym, perhaps at church, perhaps just at the grocery store or getting gas at the gas station. These are real people, neighbors next door, and many of them are facing layoffs. And it's not just Disney, and it's not just Universal or SeaWorld it's hoteliers, it's restaurants. This is a big, impactful, um, economical blow to Central Florida, perhaps only equaled by the Las Vegas area, but otherwise I think we are taking the pandemic harder than just about any place else in the world. Uh, I think it's that, um, that big. Um, those of you may know, um, you may not know Bob Jackson by name, but you may know Yeehaw Bob, which has been part of this uh, very entertaining piano player, Disney's Port Orleans Riverside. Well, that entertainer um, went on Facebook to say, uh, as he has been laid off today, quote, and that's how it ends, not with a bang, but with a whimper. I've just learned my act will not be returning to Disney. I made so many friends over the last 23 years. It was a great time. I'll be continuing my Sunday shows for now. I'll keep you posted. I'm still digesting all of this. I believe the Sunday shows are a different venue. Um, yeah, these are real people. I know another situation in which um, uh, salaried, office cast members, um, even management, have not been notified at all about their situation employment-wise. I mean, they may have been notified today, but as of a couple of days ago, they had received no notice from Disney, no communications. In fact, they were advised somewhat not to even talk to each other. A few were brought back to work Many people, if you think this is just a part-time thing, no, there are managers being laid off. There are people with dozens of years being laid off 
in these roles. So it's very real. It's very impactful. It's very painful for people. And I feel for them. I feel especially for Disneyland, which doesn't even have a chance to just say, hey, can't we open? And when you see the number of people who come to downtown Disney at California and want to want to be a part of the magic, are willing to wear face coverings, willing to do the very safe practices that Disney has put in, and yet they cannot do it. So disheartening news. I wanted to cover it this evening right off the gate as it's come out. I wanted to provide you the very best insights I can possibly. There's obviously more to come. Meanwhile, we now return to your regularly scheduled program. That's because we've actually released today and yesterday two other podcast posts for this week. Um, today, uh, we released one, Efficiency, a Disney Key to Excellence. This includes not only an in-depth look at Disney's four key safety, courtesy, show, and efficiency, but we also announced a new Disney key that was added just last week by the company. It's, it's inclusion. It's appropriate for the scenario that we are in as a society. We're going to have another podcast on it, so look for it in the next couple of days. But meanwhile, catch up because we have this podcast that came out today on efficiency. And for those who just need a total break from all things, um, top Disney parks poster art. You know those posters you see as you go under under the train tracks and you come into um, Main Street USA. I love those poster, those parks posters, and I list my top ten favorites. So do check those out. Those are the last two previous podcasts. We have so much to share. Thank you for joining us. Please subscribe to us. Please go over to our YouTube and subscribe to our videos there at J. Jeff Kober. And please just remember, no matter your situation, no matter your scenario, no matter where you are in your own work life or in your own personal life, as you've been impacted by the pandemic, as you've been impacted by other events in your life, always remember, follow the compass of your heart. Hang in there. We'll see you real soon.